2: Sky like rockets in flight. Afternoon delight. Ah, Afternoon delight. Ah, afternoon Afternoon delight.
0: Good afternoon, Delight, and welcome to the show that is sugary spiceness and everything niceness on OCRFM, which is 98.3 across the District, 88.7 FM along the coast, and streaming online at ocrfm.org.au. How's it going, Mr. Max? Good. Had a busy weekend? Yeah. What have you been up to?
2: Yesterday we went fishing again. Fishing again? You're you're getting
0: quite good at going fishing again.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Did you uh, catch anything?
2: Yeah, we caught... Oh, red fin, but one got away. Oh.
0: Uh, yeah. do more want to play. Or <laughs> will stick around. Oh, uh, well, that would have been good fun. Bit windy? Yeah. I uh, was watching the weather yesterday wondering if there was any of your family out on the water.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, me and Dad were fishing that yesterday morning. mm mm-hmm. And then Mum went sailing with the Colac Yacht Club. Oh. Ah. afternoon. And, yeah.
0: And she's uh, still in one piece? Yeah. <laughs> she didn't get blown away?
2: No.
0: Nah. Ah. And you've brought in a, a fellow human being to the show today? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Who have we got today?
2: Charlotte. Hi.
0: G'day, g'day.
1: <laughs> How's your weekend been? Uh, pretty good, yeah. Busy? <laughs> Not really.
0: Not really? Just cruising about?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. Well... Max is looking pretty keen to uh, bust open the, the yum box. Do, do you think you put him out of his misery? <laughs> Okie dokie. It is time to open a brand new yum box. Mm-hmm. Do you want to remind us of our clues? It was, Je was one of the clues.
2: Where people learned to listen to their hearts.
0: hmm mm-hmm. Now, I'm thinking Jetame is kind of French-ish. Um, where have we headed? France. Hey! <laughs> Good mm. guess. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so where people learn to listen. So, yeah, I guess um, France is known as the land of love. Or the, the language of love, at, at least. Um, what else do we know about France? Oh, Eiffel Tower? Yeah. yeah. Baguettes, mm. croissants. Mm.
2: Those sorts of things. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: <laughs> Max has got uh, the font of all knowledge there.
2: Yeah. In this box, we'll be getting... Floral cheese-flavoured potato chips. Oh. oh, okay, yep. That's
1: weird.
2: Cocoa dusted truffles. Mm-hmm. Cake roll with raspberry filling. Ooh. Butter biscuits.
0: Right, yes.
2: Vi- vi- vinegar potato chips. Mm. mm.
0: As in no salt, just vinegar. <laughs> They're going to be a bit sharp, yeah. yep.
2: Cheese-flavoured tube snacks. Mm. And another yum bag with tropical peach tea and cola flavoured chews with sour filling and salted butter caramels. Mm yum.
0: Sounds like we've got uh, quite a bit of French cuisine ahead of us. Guess what? Cuisine <laughs> is a French word. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well plenty uh, of us or oh, plenty of different snacks to uh, so, what do you want to kick off with? Uh oh, no. <laughs> There's
2: Are you getting the sweet stuff. or
0: savoury. There's quite a few savoury mm-hmm. things, but I guess uh, France is known for things like uh, fromage, which is French for cheese.
2: I'll grab the cake roll with raspberry filling mm-hmm. and cocoa dusted truffles.
0: Right. Sounds a plan (laughs) Let's find out all about them then So we're going cake first The raspberry mini roll So Mm -hmm. France practically invented desserts Do you know that?
2: Mm No
0: Because the word dessert itself comes from the French word Desivere Which means to clear the table So it's the last (laughs) thing before you clear the table When it comes to France's world-renowned desserts, there is never any problem clearing the table. So these particular uh, treats are a delectable raspberry swirl cake. You'll get a very fragrant whiff of uh, French raspberries there as you open that up, Max. Yep. (laughs) The good stuff. (laughs) Uh, We've also got um, um, a very soft, fluffy outer layer. looks very much like a jam roll. Mm
2: It does.
0: Quite syrupy. Um, and soft but uh, yeah nice work France if you invented the jam roll we we have done jam rolls before on uh, Afternoon Delight and I'm now struggling to remember if it was France that invented them or not but it's very much uh, this is a mini one so it'll be about the length of your finger
2: yeah, pretty much <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: and about the thickness of eight fingers I don't know <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah I can't remember the top of my head uh, who invented the jam roll but they're often used in trifles here in Australia. I think it was an was an Australian, maybe. Uh, the internet's <laughs> not telling me. Oh, Swiss roll, right? Of course. So it's called the Swiss roll From in other countries. Yeah, in other countries. But mm-hmm. um, uh, whether or not it uh, was invented in Switzerland is up for debate.
2: Can you actually smell this? Or
0: can I? Or oh, slightly, Fairly. yeah. I, so, listeners, I have no sense of smell, <laughs> but uh, very, very aromatic or pungent aroma as I can often get. But yeah, the uh, jelly roll, roll cake, Swiss roll, whatever you want to call it, um, it, is believed to have been created in Central Europe, shall we say, around Austria.
2: It smells like some of Dad's wine. Does it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: the good stuff. Okay. Well, have a bit of a nibble. Let me know what you think. Um, but yeah, it's not technically Swiss. This one in particular is French. That's good. Kind of melt-your-mouth yeah. good.
2: Yeah.
0: That's really nice. Not too sweet?
2: Mm-mm.
0: Uh, I think the the jam itself through the cake gives it a nice like it, it is even though it's packaged in um, kind of an aluminium foil style wrapper to keep it fresh. The the jam seeps through the the rasp like the raspberry jam goes all the way through it to keep it mm-hmm. really moist. Yeah. Hmm. What do you think, in Charlotte?
1: It tastes like a jam roll. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Just a mini version. Yeah. It's like trying to eat an entire piece all in one small bit. <laughs> uh, thumbs up, thumbs down, what are you giving it? Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up?
1: Yeah,
0: same with me. Okay, well, we'll have to move on to the truffles then, the cocoa dusted truffles. According to legend, this particular trait came about completely by accident. Ooh, we love these. In the 1920s, a confectioner by the name of August Escoffier was making a pastry cream when he accidentally poured hot cream into a bowl of chocolate. What do you think would happen if you poured hot cream into a bowl of chocolate?
1: Melt the chocolate.
0: Hmm. He was meant to pour it in (laughs) a bowl of sugar and eggs. (laughs) But uh, rather than bidding the melty chocolate adieu, another French word, he began to experiment. He quickly realised that the chocolate paste, which he called ganache, you know, ganache icing on cakes, he pretty much invented that on the spot, Uh, he realised it could be moulded. So he rolled it into balls, but couldn't leave them um, just in that gooey state, so he coated them in cocoa powder. And uh, so now you've got these yummy chocolate balls that look... Very much like France's uh, famous mushrooms, which are called truffles.
2: Mm.
0: And that's why they named them chocolate truffles.
2: I just Mm. looked on the packaging and it said, made in France. Thank goodness for that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We'd be in a bit of strife if uh, (laughs) we'd got a yum box made anywhere else when it's meant to be a box of French treats. So uh, lots of happy accidents uh, create brand new treats like this. What have you got there as it comes out of the packet. Oh, very odd indeed. Yeah. Truffles um, can be coated in all sorts of things to keep them from being a sticky mess. But uh, yeah, cocoa is probably the most used uh, It smells like dusting. chocolate
1: cake batter. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hmm. <laughs> it's like a solid... It is literally like eating ganache icing. <laughs> it's very, very or well, what's the word, cocoa-y, because of the outside. But the chocolate centre, it's quite, it's, it's almost bittersweet.
1: Mm.
0: The mm. outside's quite dry.
1: It's really good. Mm.
0: <laughs> but then, yeah, once you get to the centre, really
1: nice.
0: Mm. The, um, the chocolate truffle itself uh, melts obviously below body temperature because <laughs> I don't know about you but even just holding my hands giving me sticky fingers. Yeah. What are you thinking, Max?
2: That was good.
1: Really good. Really <laughs> good.
0: <laughs> Taste-wise?
2: Good. <laughs>
0: kind of leaves a, a bit of taste in your mouth. Yeah. Like you've got that lingering sweetness but I don't know, the cocoa, just because of the cocoa dusty on the outside, that's what's kind of left in my mouth. Mm-hmm. You've got the kind of sugary hit of the chocolate truffle, but I wish that was the flavour that was <laughs> was lingering, <laughs> not the, the dusty taste.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, what are we giving it? Thumbs up, thumbs down?
1: Two thumbs up. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Two thumbs up all around? Okie hmm then. Well, do you guys want to uh, pit, seeing as there's two of you, do you want to pit yourselves against a little bit of French trivia?
2: Okay. Okay.
0: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So let's find out what we've got here. It's uh, a best of four guess here. Uh, Paris is the home to the world's oldest what that is still in use. So is it the world's oldest basketball court, world's oldest cookie jar... World's oldest wedding ring or world's oldest coffee shop?
2: World's oldest coffee shop? shop? Yeah.
0: You're both saying coffee shop?
2: hmm
0: Unfortunately. What? It is the world's oldest basketball court. Oh. Despite the fact that basketball was invented uh, by the YMCA in America, um, the oldest continuously used basketball court is in the basement of a YMCA in Paris. The court has seen more than its fair share of dunks and dribbles, as it's been in operation since 1893, just two years after the sport was invented. Wow. Mm. Uh, If you order an American sandwich in France, what will it be full of? Will it be full of baby hot dogs, pulled pork, french fries, or mac and cheese? If you went to France and ordered an American sandwich, what would you be getting? Mm. Baby hot dogs, pulled pork, French fries, or mac and cheese as you're filling?
1: Por- French fries. Mm. Pulled pork? Uh, sorry, Max. <laughs>
0: Charlotte's got it.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, Americans may call them French fries, but in France, they're called rafites, and they're considered an American specialty. So much so, they are the star ingredient in France's popular American sandwich, alongside beef, lettuce, tomato, and cheese. What's even more ironic than that, do you think? Americans believe that uh, the sandwich originated in Belgium, not in France.
2: Mm.
0: (laughs) Okay, question number three. To thwart bombings during World War I, what did the French government plan to do? Did they move all citizens to a nearby island? Did they invent a laser to destroy bombs before they landed? Did they build a full-size replica of Paris as a decoy? Or did they give enemy soldiers chocolate to make them reconsider?
2: Chocolate?
0: You think they gave them chocolate? Uh,
2: yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That that would be brilliant for this show, wouldn't it? Sadly, it's not true. They built a replica of Paris. So they built Mm. a uh, a fake one. In 1917, French leadership came up with one very wild but ingenious idea to make Paris safe. They built a decoy city. They planned to construct an exact replica of Paris right down to fully functional street lamps and wooden trains. So if there was a bomb threat, real Paris would go dark and fake Paris would light up. Mm. Luckily, though, the war ended before they could finish off their test <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have to uh, finish the project uh, we'll wrap it up with question number four in the small town of Lural what what is law do you have to be polite at all times do you have to eat snails do you have to watch the tour de France or do you have to cut your hair
2: cut your hair uh,
1: But what was the first one again
0: uh, in the small town of Laurel, it is required by law that you must be polite. Yeah, that one. You I must reckon. eat snails, you must watch the tour de France, or you must cut your own hair.
2: Be cut. polite.
0: You're thinking be polite?
2: You must cut your
0: own hair. Okay, Max, again. <laughs> she's pipped at the post because it is. <laughs> being polite. France is known worldwide for its very high standards of etiquette, but in the town of Loral, being rude isn't just a faux pas, it's actually a crime. In 2012, Mayor Gerard Play passed a law stating that townspeople can be kicked out for being impolite, such as forgetting to say thank you or holding the door open for others. Needless to say, all residents had to bid bad manners adieu. They have to be uh, on their best behaviour at all times and very polite to each other. I guess that's kind of a good thing, (laughs) but enforcing politeness.
1: Very easy to get kicked out there.
0: Yeah, exactly. You'd have to be on your best behaviour at all times,
2: which will be impossible.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back after this to play a little game. Good afternoon, Delight. It is time for a very brief history of uh, the clinker. Do you know why it's so brief? I
2: don't know.
1: Pretty new, I guess. It's not
0: not new. It's actually quite uh, Mm. old. But the thing is that uh, the last time we spoke about clinkers was back in 2013 on the show. Both of you uh, weren't part of the show at that time. (laughs) But um, uh, back then, very little history about clinkers. Mm. Hmm. And it remains the same. Uh, All I can really tell you is uh, a bit about what they're made of. Um, They're a chocolate-covered treat that has a hard fondant centre. And uh, of that, there's three colours. So there's pink, green, or yellow. Now, uh, traditionally, um, a game that people used to play is... uh, pretty much like gambling. (laughs) You had to try and guess what flavour clinker you were going to get before you bit into it. Um, Sometimes people would make up a spinner that had the three different colours on them and you had to uh, spin the spinner, then try and bite down and you'd win if you got the right colour. Sometimes you'd play against a friend or a partner and you get to keep eating them until you get to the colour that you'd said out loud. (laughs) Um... But uh, yeah, there's not there's not much um, in the realm of uh, history of uh, clinkers these days. They're uh, created by Cadbury, but uh, they were originally um, a Pascal product. Mm. So uh, they're um, a joint venture between uh, Cadbury Brothers and James Pascal uh, from the Cadbury factory out in Tasmania. Um, in 1938, they produced. Um, the, or they set up a factory in New Zealand to start producing things as well and then production moved from Tasmania to Melbourne. Most of the New Zealand products were made in their own factory but um, when the factory closed in December 2009 the production moved to the Cadbury factory in, factory in Dunedin and uh, you don't often see the Pascal branded clinkers anymore.
2: We went to the... um. Cadbury Factory in Dunedin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got free chocolate samples.
0: (laughs) So clinkers are one of a number of uh, products that are technically a Pascal product, but, uh, yeah, these days are produced under the Cadbury name. Mm -hmm. So, did you want to play a game against each other and see who can uh, correctly predict the most? Okay. (laughs) Okay. So the aim of this game... Is to uh, say a colour out loud, and you get to continue eating the clinkers until you get to your colour. Does that make sense?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So uh, we've even got um, uh, a bit of a—I don't know—would you call it intro music for it?
2: <laughs>
0: so pick your colour. <laughs> Yeah. The question is: Are you going to both pick exactly the same colour, or are you going to go head to head against each other with uh, a different colour? I don't know. Mm, Max, um, do you say ladies first, or?
2: Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> so, Charlotte, what colour are you picking to be your target colour that you've got to keep eating until you get to?
1: Green, I reckon.
0: Green. Okay. Max, do you want to go uh, head-to-head against it with exactly the same colour so that uh, green will be the magic colour that you keep eating until you get to a green one? Okay. Or do you want to go a different colour?
2: The same colour. Same
0: colour, okay. So, Charlotte, you've got one in three chance of uh, getting the colour that you've said, but that said, they're so unevenly distributed throughout the bag that uh, the first one you pick may be green, you may get... 20 in a row.
1: You (laughs) could eat the whole bag before we get one. Maybe.
0: There (laughs) might be no greens in there.
1: Mm.
0: So here we go. Clinker number one. She's reaching into the bag. Now we should say they're kind of an oblong uh, obelisk sort of shape.
2: They look like uh, one of those Cadbury bullets, but bigger.
0: Yeah, a bit longer and thick. It's almost like a squashed down. I was going to say M&M, but that would have a... You, a Malt- not Malteser. What's... um?
1: I reckon it looks like a coated banana lolly.
0: Yeah, which is actually a thing now.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> chocolate coated bananas have just been announced um, by uh, Alan. So uh, there's no... There's not even... Charlotte was just trying the sniff test. It doesn't help. Nah. <laughs> so I was like, it's
1: chocolate. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> so here we go. If it's green, it's Max's turn. Okay. Oh, okay. green first up. Okay, Max, one to you. Um, now, does it taste like green is the big question. Yeah. <laughs> because no one knows what flavour clinkers are. They're just three different colours.
1: It does taste like green. Sort of yeah. minty, but also... What's the other green flavour? Lime? Yeah, sort of like limeish mint, I okay.
0: guess. It's okay. probably a mind over matter thing, because they all, to me, just taste like fondant.
2: <laughs> okay, so
0: Max is going to go for round one for him. He's got a yellow. So that means that Max can continue eating, technically. Now, they are quite large and very, very sugary. So it's... I don't know. Your definition of winning (laughs) this particular game, is it that you get to keep eating them or it's less intense sugar rush?
1: I reckon less.
0: (laughs) More. More more for Max. Okay, Mm. Max is going for number two. Mm. Oh, he's hit a green one. So it's very much random selection. Out of uh, the three that we've just had, two of them have been green. Still haven't had a pink yet.
2: Mm.
0: So uh, if you'd picked pink, you could have both been <laughs> eating your way to the bottom <laughs> of the bag. So we're back to Charlotte. Uh, Round two. What do you say, best colour. of five? Or stick with the same colour?
1: Um, I don't know. What do you reckon, Max?
0: What's your mathematical probability now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
2: Can we change colours? <laughs> That's what ra- ra- we just asked. Yeah, ra- yeah, round two, change colour. Okay. <laughs> you choose a colour this time. Pink.
0: Go for pink because you haven't had one yet? Yeah. Okay. Child creature in the bag.
1: One from the bottom.
0: Okay, oh, change the strategy, not taken from the top. Again, still hard to know exactly what it is because all you can see on the outside is the chocolate coating. Yeah. Oh, it's yellow. She gets to keep going.
1: All
0: uh, right. Yeah, it's not pink yeah, yet, Max. Mm-hmm. Max got pretty excited, stuck his hand straight in the bag.
2: Green.
0: Green. Oh, if it had kept with green, you would have been out by now. I'm
1: just gonna hold
0: it. <laughs> She's just chewing off the outside bit of the chocolate, as opposed to eating the whole thing now. Oh, another green. green. Wow. Not working. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Green. Oh, green for a third time. Seriously, if you're putting money on this, you couldn't uh, <laughs> couldn't have guessed.
1: I'm going to end with a whole handful. Of greens.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Pink. pink. We finally made it there. Finally.
0: So, what was that? That was five before you got to a pink.
1: Yep, five. <laughs>
0: okay. Over to Max. Ah, oh, straight into pink. <laughs> Well then, while you're uh, munching and crunch on those, Max, are uh, you telling us of uh, another game you've heard uh, these get used at, clinkers, yep. because of their random probability?
2: Yeah, mum showed me a game that she used to play at baby shower things. Mm-hmm. Um, if you got a uh, pink, you, that means you would have a pink baby. Yep. A, a girl <laughs> baby. A pink baby,
0: <laughs> right, <hey>, Yeah.
2: <laughs> And if you got a green... Do you get a green baby? No. (laughs) Boy baby? (laughs) Yep. And if you got a yellow, it would be a surprise.
0: Ah, okay, yeah. Well, uh, we've got some rules for a game on the road as well. So if you go on a family holiday, or perhaps, I don't know, maybe you're stuck inside and can't go anywhere, (laughs) um, you can play the clinker game by uh, kind of incorporating a bit of trivial pursuit. So what you do is you uh, write some trivia questions, pick your clinker out of the bag, guess what colour you think it is. If you're right, you get two points and you get to nominate someone to answer a question. If you're wrong, you have to not answer the question. So depending on what colour the clinker is, that is the colour question you ask. So if it's pink, you get a general knowledge question. If it's green, you get a question about your destination if you're on a holiday or, uh, you know, something around the house if you're at home. And if it's yellow, you are something about your family. So a bit of uh, familial uh, trivia. If you get the question right, you get one point. If you get it wrong, you lose one point. Next person is the person on the left, etc., etc. So, uh, yeah, we'll stick those up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page if you want to play along with that one at home.
1: That'd be cool playing, like, Snakes and Ladders. If you get it right, you move up one. And yeah, if you get yeah. it wrong, yeah. you miss a turn.
0: Well, there's plenty of uh, different sweet treats that can be used for um, all sorts of different games these days. You've got the Lego block gummies, where you can build mm. using <laughs> them. Uh, I've seen Snakes and Ladders with lolly snakes, where if, oh. you, <laughs> if you land on the um, snake's head, you get to eat it on the way down sort of thing. What else is there out there? Well, actually, let us know. Have you seen any other lollies used in games? Or have you used lollies in games before? You can text in on 0439 329 713 or jump on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page and uh, share um, any lolly games that you know of. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with our sweetest tune right after this. afternoon delight it is time for our sweetest tune now uh, just before the break we were playing the clinkers game the rules are up on the afternoon delight facebook page as i said lollies can be used for all sorts of different things Uh, predictability and probability is a good one for clinkers when you've got a one in three chance have you ever done uh, smarty graphs at school before get a box of smarties and then you make a graph using the colors that sort of thing um, Would well,
1: you get to use clinkers at school for predicting and probability, stuff? Probability, exactly. That'd yeah. be cool. Yeah. Yeah, you've
0: never been in my classroom, obviously.
1: <laughs> oh. We get to use um, TikTok biscuits in Indonesian. We have to tell the time on them in Indonesian. If, yes, it, if we get yes, it right, yes. we get to eat it.
0: So that's another good one. Yeah. But uh, yeah, lots of different ways that uh, lollies are used in um, learning. But as I said, uh, when it comes to probability, sometimes that's referred to as gambling. So. Uh, you know, eat clinkers responsibly, kids. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we thought that that would inspire our sweetest tune this week. It's from the sixth studio album by Kenny Rogers, a popular country music artist, released in December 1978. And it's one of his most popular songs, probably uh, one you'd consider his signature tune. Um, the album itself reached markets around the world from the Far East through to Jamaica. And um, the title track wasn't actually written by him. This particular song was written by Don Schlitz. He was also the first person to record the song. It was covered by several other artists before Kenny Rogers did his own adaptation of it. And it then on, uh, went to rise up the country music charts, took out Song of the Year as the Grammy Awards. Um, and this is The Gambler by Kenny Rogers. On a warm summer's evening on a train bound for nowhere I met up with a gambler We were both too tired to sleep So we took turns of staring Out the window at the
1: darkness When the deal is done
0: There you go, that is The Gambler by Kenny Rogers Probably the most famous rendition of the lot yeah.
2: <laughs> What
0: What's your thought on uh, that particular tune? Yeah, it was good Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in, in the world of uh, small children, do you guys get into, um, you know, betting in uh, games and gambling like that? Do you play, you know, we card games and stuff?
2: We bet together, not betting money. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Watching greyhound races. Oh, yeah. okay,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: Just for fun. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, see, I, I remember back as kids, we didn't really... Gamble as such, but you'd, um, yeah, you know, snail races and things like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or
1: like, yeah, using money. I mean, not money. Instead of using money, not use lollies and stuff yeah, with each other. <laughs> exactly,
0: people would um, use it as currency. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that is a fun fact about uh, clinkers um, that they can be used for uh, more than just eating. Yeah. <laughs> they can be a bit uh, a bit versatile Uh, we're going to take a quick break we'll be back with a recipe so uh, stick around here on Afternoon Delight on OCRFM
2: Say hey good looking what you got cooking how's about cooking
0: something up with me? It is time for a a bit of a recipe on Afternoon Delight. And uh, Max, you're handing over the reins to Charlotte.
2: Uh (laughs) Uh-huh.
0: Make her do the dirty work. (laughs) So what are we uh, sharing a recipe of today?
1: Uh, Original clinker slice.
0: Yeah, so this is the good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What do you need? Uh,
1: 250 grams of malt milk biscuits, 200 grams of clinkers, One cup of condensed milk, 125 grams of butter, 200 grams chocolate melts.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And to put it all together?
1: Uh, Yeah, put the biscuits and clinkers in a food processor and blend into small, chunky pieces. In a small saucepan, melt butter and condensed milk over low heat, stirring constantly for two minutes. Um, Remove from heat, pour straight into clinker mix and stir until well coated. Then line a tray with baking paper and press clinker mix into the tin and melt chocolate in a bowl in the microwave for 30 seconds and stir if needed, melt again for 15 seconds until chocolate melts. Then pour it over the clinker mix in the slice tray, spread evenly using the back of a metal dessert spoon and put it in the fridge to set for two hours.
0: And then you can cut it up and eat it. Yeah. You can also freeze clinker slice. Oh. Um, it will keep covered with plastic wrap in the fridge for up to a week. So uh, it's pretty hardy stuff.
2: How about in the freezer?
0: In the freezer, <laughs> you, you can keep it for a bit longer than that. <laughs> but uh, with a lot of these sweet treats and slices, they don't last all that long, to be honest, because... Yeah. Uh, You end up eating them all. (laughs) I know when I do baking for anything, it's often one for me, one for what I'm meant to be doing, one for (laughs) me. Um, So that recipe is up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page if you want to have a go at that. I have seen a clinker slice mixed in with licorice all sorts as well. So it's kind of Mm. a licorice all sort clinker slice. You got a bit of a a mix of flavours then.
2: But that's a bit of a
0: (laughs) traditional recipe, that one. Uh, of just yeah, clinkers and a biscuit base and a yummy uh, chocolate-coated top as well. Mm. Um, let us know if you've got any other uh, suggestions for lollies used in games. Um, you can h- get noughts and crosses now as gummy lollies. Have oh. you seen those before? No. Nah. Yeah? And the alphabet also comes in gummy form. Mm. <laughs> yeah going to make different.
1: everything gummy soon. Well,
0: pretty much, that's the magic of gummies is that uh, they're so versatile, whatever you've got a mould of, you can make a gummy. It's almost like 3D printing <laughs> when you <laughs> think of it. Three
2: day, we've got a 3D printer at school. Do you? Yeah. yeah, we do too. Do you
0: use it for
2: 3D no. printing things? It's been in... Um,
1: the maintenance Shed for a while. So. <laughs> I think at our yeah. school have made Hogwarts with it. Yeah. And a couple of different other things. I no- don't know why, Novelty though.
0: hasn't worn off quite yet. <laughs> it's still good to play with. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you've got uh, suggestions, text them in 0439, or sorry, 0439 <laughs> 329 713. That is 0439 329 713. And uh, you can share your uh, favourite games are that are using lollies.
2: What's new, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's new, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. On afternoon delight, it is time to find out what's new on the lolly shelf for this week. Now, this is one that I came across that. Uh, Oh, I think I'm in love.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Mentos have a brand new flavour out.
1: That looks good.
0: It does indeed.
1: Just the packet. <laughs> yeah, the
0: packet The packet alone <laughs> looks pretty cool. So it is smoothie flavoured uh, Mentos. So they've got banana smoothie, strawberry smoothie or mango smoothie. Now, if these are as good as the thought in my head is, I hope I'm not building these up too much. <laughs> because uh, I've had smoothie flavoured lollies before. Beh. And they have been... Exceptional. Mm-hmm. So, again, they come in uh, clinker colours. <laughs> <laughs> You've got the uh, the pastel yellow there, Max. Yeah. Charlotte's
2: got the <laughs> pastel yellow again. And so yeah. have I.
0: So I'm assuming this is going to be the mango or banana.
2: I'd say, say banana.
0: Banana? banana? Yeah. yeah. So, um, okay, that's straight down the hatch by the look of it. Now, do mm. you um, are you a chomper or a sucker when it comes to Mentos? I'm
2: um, sometimes... Chompers sometimes true. Yeah, same it. with me. <laughs> sucker.
0: Now, that is definitely banana.
1: hmm uh-huh.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's actually captured the real banana flavour. Mm. Now...
1: It tastes like an actual banana smoothie, though.
0: Mm. It's got that syrupy sweetness.
2: The ones you make, Charlotte. With <laughs> the um, maple syrup in with it. That style,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. It's almost like you can taste the ice cream and the banana that's been all smooshed up. I think these are all banana flavour. <laughs> I've just looked in, there's more yellow in there. Or
1: maybe it has sections, like banana section. It ah, has strawberry in the middle, mango yeah. in the
0: middle. Ah, yeah, could be, could be. That is exceptional. It's very rare for a lolly to have banana flavour. We've said this before. Yeah. That tastes like an actual banana. And the
2: watermelon mm. is hard as well. That's right. Yeah.
0: Mm. Oh, top notch. I'm definitely giving that two thumbs up. What about you? <laughs>
2: Truth.
0: So. Yeah, same. yeah Mentos, you have definitely hit the nail on the head with this one. Thank you so much. We'll stick a copy of that up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. We're almost out of time. We've got one thing left to do, and that's to uh, unwrap her Kinder Surprise. Kinder, Max, you're being such a uh, gentleman today, handing over the <laughs> roll again to Charlotte. Have <laughs> uh, you got to pay her back for something or no? <laughs>
2: Uh, I don't know. I don't no. think so. You're just,
0: <laughs> just a nice guy. Yeah. Okay, Charlotte has peeled off the uh, outer foil layer. We're down to the chocolate. And then inside, we've got the yellow capsule.
2: You split the chocolate in half, not like me. <laughs> Yours <laughs> does tend to crumble quite a <laughs> bit, Max.
0: Uh, what have we got there?
2: we
1: got... What is that? It's some frog Frogs. jumpy things. Um...
0: What is that? Are they already pre-made, or is it a... The frogs are already pre-made.
1: It's a frog me. climbing set. <laughs> okay. Mm.
0: So what what do you mean by frog climb? Oh, okay. So, yeah, we have had something similar to this. Mm. There are a couple of pieces that you do need to snap together. That's kind of mm. like a jungle gym, almost.
2: It's got the... Um, facts about it. No, um, frogs? Um, Tell yeah. us about frogs, next. <laughs> they go like... 17 kilometres bit. an hour. Mm-hmm. They eat insects. They are uh, 2 to 3 kilograms. They can grow up to 30 centimetres. And yeah. Cool.
0: <laughs> and so, it's uh, just pieced together. It's a bit flimsy, the, uh, the little plastic bit that they climb on. So it's two separate, almost jungle lattice ladders that you kind of weave together and then the the frogs sit on them like jungle vines.
2: They don't sit on them very well. No,
0: no. And even then, too much pressure and they fall off.
2: Yeah, they don't clip on. They just sit there.
0: They just sit, yeah. It's not an actual (gasps) attachment. Maybe that's the whole thing. You've got to balance them properly. That's the (laughs) challenge.
1: Mm. Max has
0: turned it into a little frog cave. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you, Charlotte. No problem. Thank you, Max. That's okay. We'll be back next week to do it all again. And as always, if you've got any suggestions for sweet treats you'd like to hear on the show, you can uh, text in oh four three nine three two nine seven one three, or jump on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. And very quickly, if you take a look back at last week's uh, Facebook page, Bits and pieces, in case uh, people have been listening on the Afternoon Delight podcast and are wanting to, uh, you know, find out what went on online. Uh, Last week on the show, we were talking all about Maltesers. And uh, so we wanted to know, the big question was, do you chew them or do you melt them on your tongue? And it's a 50-50 vote. Every single vote we had... Uh, it just kept <laughs> one mm-hmm. against the other sort of thing. So of all the votes, uh, it is dead equal on both both sides. Um, so there you go. There is, there is no definitive way to eat a Malteser. You can melt it or you can chew it. It's up to you. But that's it for us for this week. We'll catch you next Sunday from 3pm on Afternoon Delight to do it all again. Other than that, have a great week. Stay safe, <laughs> wash your hands, yeah. <laughs> see you later. Bye-bye.
2: Bye. See ya. I'm gonna find my baby, gonna hold her tight, gonna grab some afternoon delight. My motto's always been when it's right, it's right. Why wait until the middle of a cold, dark night when everything's a little clear in the light of day? Know the night is always gonna be there anyway. Making a lease, working up my appetite. Looking forward to a little afternoon delight. Rubbing sticks and stones together makes the sparks ignite. And the thought of loving you is getting so exciting. Skylar rockets in flight. afternoon delight. i e